Hi, everyone, and thank you for listening to this episode of the Making School Shine Academic Branding Podcast, brought to you by the friendly folks at Bullpen Marketing. I'm Jeff Hollis. I'm Colin Hageny. And I'm Lindsay Voucher. And today we'll be talking about school websites. It goes without saying that your school's website is your number one marketing and communications tool. Nowadays, people will visit your website versus coming to your school. So your first impression is made on the web before they even see your school. Definitely true. Being the first impression that prospective families or even the students themselves, if they're looking up the school on the website, you need to make sure that that website looks great. So ways that you can make it look great is to reduce the clutter, organize, use photos that stop parents or students in the tracks. When a parent visits a website, it has to be pretty easy to find the information you're looking for. So if they want to find out what the tuition is, it shouldn't be more than a click or two away. On top of that, the information should be current. When you visit a website, it has to be targeted to the right people. If I'm looking for a school for my child, I'm not going to visit a website and be interested in seeing the school menu for the day or even the school menu for last week. I'm interested in seeing things about the school that tell me more about the school. Specifically things that set your school apart from the school down the road. What makes your school different? What makes them special? A way of doing that is keeping current on your news and announcements showing off what you're doing physically at the school with great pictures, news articles, makes you stand out to be different from the other schools. And there's that adage that a picture speaks a thousand words. Well, in a school's case, it does. Having pictures that are current, uh, things that differentiate you from other schools is very important. Parents want to see that a school has the latest technology. They want to see that they're using possibly smart boards. They're interested in seeing what kind of sports and activities are going on at the school. These are easily shown with pictures. Current pictures, but also decently taken photos is a must on a website. If you need help with your photo taking skills, you can refer to our previous podcasts on how to take those perfect shots to stand out. When redoing a website, it might be a good idea to go ahead and hire a professional photographer. You just want to make sure that you have more than enough images of a high enough quality to really make an impression on your prospective students and parents. Most schools will have a parent who happens to be a photographer, and that's an inexpensive way of getting great pictures at low cost, but a lot of schools look towards outsourcing the photography for their school. A few of the things that you definitely want to make sure you keep track of as far as your website goes are your analytics and more specifically your bounce rate. What the bounce rate is, it tells you how many people log on to the website or load the website and immediately navigate away. Usually they don't go past the homepage before they lose interest, which is never a good thing. You want to try and keep your viewers' attention as long as you can and ensure that they're getting the information they're looking for before going elsewhere. There are many goals for a website, including recruitment. If you're looking to increase the number of students that are attending your school, your site should be targeted more towards prospective families. For those prospective families, you need to make sure that admission information is easy to find. It's easy to understand. This goes back to decluttering the website, decluttering your navigation. Both of those things help extremely well with the parents being able to find the right and correct information. And consider having a form on your website for parents to schedule tours. Have news items on your website that celebrate your accomplishments and highlight your students. Most schools already have several events and activities throughout the school year that prospective parents and students would be interested in. 
The trick is getting that information out there, making sure that people can find it and see what's going on at your school that might be a little out of the ordinary. Another goal of your website can be for advancement, development, or fundraising, whatever your school happens to call it. Is one of the goals of your website to raise funds? Having a clear tab on your website about giving to your school is an important thing. Whether that's in the navigation or if it's a colorful button down in the body on the homepage, something that stands out. The advancement page can also have many things in terms of giving to a capital campaign, an annual fund, or even in some kind of special projects that the school might be having. It's also a good idea to attempt to get your alumni involved in this type of thing. They often go back to check on their old alma mater, whether it be an elementary school or a university. So it's always good to have something geared specifically towards alumni, just to make sure you don't miss out on any opportunities on that front. Some more helpful tools with getting those donations from either alumni or family members is having an easy form to fill out or the information present somewhere. Some things could also include a PayPal if you have a PayPal account, making a clear donation button that goes directly to PayPal. Other schools will use Blackboard and Razor's Edge, or depending on what your school uses to collect funds, the advancement page would sync up with these third-party applications as well. And by doing so, that kind of ensures that the information goes right into your fundraising page. Some schools have, under their advancement page, how to donate a car, how to donate property, plan giving sections. There's lots of ways that people can give to your school, and this allows for schools to access funds in a different way. There's data out there that shows that online giving has increased year over year, at least in the past five years. Another goal of your website may just to be informative. You may just want to update current parents or prospective parents, want to know what's going on. So a helpful thing on a website is always to have a calendar. Calendars on website are great. So a lot of them nowadays you can actually subscribe to, so the parents can follow what's going on. They can have it on their own personal calendars. Also make sure your forms are online, including things like permission slips, health forms, recommendation letters. These are the type of things that once they're available online, people don't have to call your main office to request these forms be mailed or sent out. This along with the calendars are great items for your website, but they're not helpful if you aren't keeping up to date with them. So having last year's forms on there is not helpful to new students and new parents. Let's move on to other things about a website, including how it should be designed. And one of the things I wanted to speak on today is responsive design. In the last several years, the conversations really shifted from, does my school need a website? to does my school need a great website. As far as responsive design, that deals specifically with the way the website loads and views on a mobile device, like a tablet or a cell phone. In 2014, the number of people visiting websites on a mobile platform, like a smartphone or a tablet, actually surpassed those visiting websites from a desktop. And this is huge for schools because you want your families to be able to not just see a miniature version of your website, but being able to see your website in the best form possible. Google actually recently announced that mobile-friendly websites will actually post higher on the search field when looking for a website on Google. So what does a good website look like? 
Some kind of basic things that a good website can include are your calendar, your awesome photos that you've taken, your forms, your news articles, and also another one is social media icons. These are important, I would say, more towards your students, but parents also nowadays are super into Facebook, so having your Facebook, Twitter, Instagram buttons somewhere on the website is also very helpful. Linking your social media with your website gives you another outlet to communicate with your students and your parents. It'll give them another way to find out more about you, as well as maybe post things about their own experience. If you're shutter happy, if you don't mind taking a million photos and love doing it, these outlets also help you load up on those photos because you don't want to overwhelm your website with photos. You just want to have those few great photos. This has been an introduction to your school's website and future editions of our podcast will be introducing some more advanced issues in terms of using SEO for your website, creating content that drives traffic, creating a perfect site map for helping your target audience find what they're looking for. Thanks for joining us today for the Making Schools Shine Academic Branding Podcast. If you have any questions about anything you heard today or would like to suggest future podcast topics, email us at podcast at academicbranding.com. And don't forget to check out our website, full of great advice and samples of our work, at academicbranding.com. This has been Jeff Hollis, Colin Hagedy, and Lindsay Bowser. Keep your school shining.